Welcome once again to our podcast, Redeemed. Uh, the goal and the idea of our podcast is we want to start talking about what it means to live a redeemed Christian life and how that plays out in our own personal life and how that should make a difference. So I really hope that as uh, we're having some conversations about this, that uh, you'll be able to take something from it, implement it into your lives, and that God can use it for you. So hang with us, and we'll go ahead and get started. again for another episode of Redeemed. Uh, we are in Exodus 33 and some of 34 today. Uh, we jumped over a few chapters there that have to do with uh, the, the tabernacle and things like that. All very interesting, but uh, we want to talk about some of the things today. We want to talk about the glory of God. I think sometimes as Christians, we sometimes forget the God that we actually serve. And we forget to put into perspective who he really is. Yeah. I mean, we've read Genesis, we've read Exodus, and we understand that he's the creator of the universe. And uh, we've read Exodus now and all the wonderful signs and things he did there to get his people out. But sometimes I don't think we fully put into perspective who and what he is. How immense Um, he is. mm -hmm. Uh, I think the Israelites, when it came to God, had a lot of different emotions. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think they did at some points have a real fear for the Lord. Yeah. Uh, because if <laughs> if they made a wrong turn, then he was sure to correct them. And sometimes it was very drastic ways. We don't have that kind of fear for the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because he's not standing over top of us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes we lose perspective. With that being said, uh, 33 and part of 34, uh, the chapters are in Exodus, give you a awesome look at the glory of God. Um, I think all of us have a different image of who God and what he sort of looks like. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we're not going to know what he looks like until we get to heaven. Correct. I mean, that's just that's just the way it is. But we all kind of have some kind of general idea of what we think he looks mm-hmm. like. Well, if you look at these two chapters, this glory that goes along with God is immense. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it talks about how Moses went back up the mountain and he wanted to see God. And God said, well, you can't. Can't handle it. <laughs> you can't handle the truth here, homeboy. But he put him in the, uh, what does it say, the cleft of a rock yep. until I'll cover you with my hand and you can see my back and that alone was enough for Moses it sounds like it was life altering for Moses yes and it also had a physical effect on Moses yeah his face was radiant yes so if you skip down and we're going to come back here and we're going to back up a little bit but if you skip down to the end of the story when he came down off the mountain he was so radiant that the Israelites were scared of him (laughs) I mean that would be kind of I mean, yeah, the guy comes down off the mountain. Looks like he just spent a week in Chernobyl. His face is glowing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, and like, and it never goes away. Like, it would become nope. like, nope. Yeah. Mm, what's up with that guy? Mm-hmm. Something's up, but yeah, they uh, he had to put a veil over his face, right? Yep. Yeah, to 
Until he would go and talk to God, then he took the veil off. Yep. Yep. Once again, the kind of relationship Moses had with God is just phenomenal to me. I mean, it sounded like they had just regular staff meetings every week. That's what it sounded like. Yeah. <laughs> I always want to do this, Lord. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let me drink some coffee on that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But while he was up on the but while he's up on the mountain, we have the glory that passes by. He makes a covenant with Moses, and they begin the process of putting the Ten Commandments together again. Again, yeah. Since, uh, <laughs> since Moses, Moses had a weak moment and uh-huh. run, okay. So they had to start all over again, and uh, and basically with those Ten Commandments, uh, God's making a covenant with His people as well. Yeah. And these laws and these things that he's putting into effect are going to greatly guide and affect uh, the people, the Israelites. Yeah. If they, it would have been anybody who's read the story of the Israelites know that they have they they mess it up on a regular basis, a regular basis. God tells them to do something; they're going to do the absolute opposite. It just it just happens. It's like a schedule. <laughs> yeah, they fall in a line, they screw up. They get wiped out. They fall in a line, they screw up. It's, yep. it's a it's a it's a cycle. You set your clock to it. Yeah, and and I'm not saying the Israelites are the only ones that do it. We as people are going to do it too. Yeah, I'm saying we we do. I feel like I go through that cycle every day. Yeah, that I'm falling, Lord, and I'm on fire sometimes, and then next week we're I I freaking didn't pick up the Bible. You yeah. know what I'm saying. And I wonder why my life is falling apart. Anyway, uh, that week, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I pick the Bible up, start the whole process over again. It's like, oh, everything's wonderful. Uh-huh. It's amazing how that works. Crazy. Yeah. But so he's laying some 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 ground rules for the Israelites, and those are going to play a big part in the building of the nation later on. Uh, and it's amazing how you can see some of the things that he's putting into words here. Uh, most there's a lot of it that had to do with dealing with the people. That they're uh, whose land they're going into. Yeah, he has some pretty strict rules for how he wanted to handle those people. Mm-hmm. Basically, God was punishing those people for the sins that they, they they had caused in the Promised Land. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so he was punishing those people by sending the Israelites in to wipe them out. Okay. So all that takes place. God lays all these down. So Moses comes down. All of a sudden, we have the radiant face. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't even know how to ex- to really explain it and how the effects of uh, God really affected Moses. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We we have just kind of a very small window of picture here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting when we finally get to heaven and we see the effects that that will have on us there, being in His glory every day, all day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Our faces will also radiate. Oh, I bet I bet they will be. I bet they will be. I bet we're all going to be a bunch of uh, candles running around. Yeah, we'll be mm-hmm. But I think it's good to, to as Christians just to stop just to stop and take a moment to just remind ourselves of just who exactly it is that we're serving. And if we put that into perspective all of a sudden, it should draw us back to him even closer. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So if we lose the perspective of the fear, we lose the perspective of the glory, then all of a sudden we're starting to wander. Mm-hmm. Much like the Israelites did. Yeah. And then when they were reminded of the glory of God, they fall right back in line. They fall right back in the line. Yeah. So I think a correct perception, to the best of what can be described for the Bible, is important for a redeemed Christian. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the importance of reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because if you're following a God who 
we've seen many times throughout the Israelites' history that the minute they step out of line, he's wiping them out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, you're looking at it thinking, well, maybe I shouldn't be telling that line so much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That I, maybe I shouldn't be, <laughs> you know, here's the sin, here I am, and I'm walking this line. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? Well, maybe we get a little further off that line. Yeah, exactly. You know, we got to get off the fence. Uh, because because the God we because the God we serve is just, and there will be consequences for our actions. So to put things into perspective, so that we see God for who He truly is, is extremely important. Yes, He's love. Yes, He's forgiveness. But there's a whole other side to God. Mm-hmm. A whole other side to God that's actually pretty scary. Yeah, like, uh, fire and brimstone. <laughs> Absolutely, Sodom and Gomorrah. Yep, ground opening up and eating people. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just. And God got creative sometimes. You know what I'm saying? He did. <laughs> We're just straight up just striking them down. Yep. Mm-hmm. Snakes. It's like, boom, I mean, dead. Yeah. The list goes on and on. And uh, if we really thought of God that way, I think we would live our lives differently as well. I agree. So my encouragement to you and to any redeemed Christian is to stay in the Word so that you have that proper view of who and what God is. Granted, we will never fully understand who he is until we get to heaven. Right. But we will have a better idea of his nature, his characteristics, and those type of things if we're in the Bible. Right. Staying Staying on it. Yeah. I mean, I really wish that I had that kind of one-on-one communication and that relationship that Moses had. You know what I'm saying? It would have been freaking awesome. Yeah. But we don't. And so we have to just keep keep him in perspective and Mm -hmm. keep the course. Thanks for joining us, and remember, you can connect with us in person every Sunday at 8 a.m. and 9.45 a.m. And online with Instagram and Facebook, and the daily Bible readings are on the website, eastkelsobaptistchurch.com. Once again, thanks for joining us, and we will see you next time.